Welcome to the Fit Pro Business Podcast, where you'll receive sales, marketing, and business building tips from industry leaders that will help you take your business to the next level. Head over to fitprobusiness.com to receive your free 30-minute business breakthrough session. Now, here's your host, the In the Trenches fitness business owner, Andy Salazar. What is up, Fit Pros? I want to welcome you to another episode of the Fit Pro Business Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a brand new series where I'll be interviewing in the fit, in the trenches fitness business owners, and we're going to be learning about their start in the industry, their successes and their struggles, as well as what keeps them motivated. So if you're wanting to move your business forward faster and learn from business owners that are currently doing it, then stay tuned in. Today, I have the great luxury of interviewing Nick Leiden. Nick is the owner of Athlete Academy. Welcome to the show, Nick. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm pumped to have you on the show. You know, we kind of connected through Facebook, and I'm kind of watching your business develop and grow, and been reaching out to other fitness business owners. So, tell me a little bit about how you got started in the fitness industry. Yeah, so it, I mean, how I got started in fitness was like I was a very large child, <laughs> so in um, all, all like in sports and stuff, right? I, that's where I really fell in love with training. Um, and then, you know, making my way up into collegiate sports and things like that. After, after it, I went into, at a, you know, a corporate job managing a facility as well as doing some like in-person training as well as some like group training at a gym. And I had never thought about like online fitness. Um, it was actually my girlfriend introduced the idea to me and she was going to do it. So, um, but then ended up just completely switching roles and then I got into it. Um, and that, that's kind of how it, it, it all kind of started. I was introduced to it through my girlfriend because I was like, how do you do what online? What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, our, I, our industry is going so much towards being online. Even if you own like a brick and mortar business, um, everyone's implementing some sort of online service that they're adding to their brick and mortar businesses. And that are going in right now. Yeah, 100%. I know. Even a couple of my uh, brick-and-mortar friends that own gyms, like, they're, they're implementing the same thing. So, yeah. So, with your online um, business, who, what is the market that you're trying to target and who are you trying to serve? Yeah, so I'm really looking to help serve online – or not online, but entrepreneurs and high performers. And the reason why is because – I mean, this goes into a little bit of my purpose, but I really want to help people who are trying to make an impact in this world and really trying to help them become that that role model in all aspects of their life, from their health to their fitness, what they're contributing back with their business. So we can start there and hopefully help change some generations as they go along by by establishing these habits and some things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I know we talk, I talk a lot about, you know, personal trainers or fitness business owners trying to figure out who their niche is, who they're going to serve. How did you narrow down who it was that you wanted to serve and how do they impact your, your life? Yeah. So I think it's funny because I think it changes over time, right? Like You, know, you, have, you have your ideal client and uh, you know, at first like how athlete Academy started um, was because I wanted to help serve, serve former athletes, which I still do um, because that in itself has its own, challenges when it comes to migrating into the real world um, with, especially with starting a business, getting a career and things like that. But 
that's not what I was, I thought that was what, what I was really going after, but it wasn't. It was actually the people who were trying to make an impact in this world and had that mindset. Um, and that's really how I started to narrow it down. And I think when it comes to your ideal client, like it's usually you in the past, right? It's like it's yeah. you five, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Um, and you want to help people get the same transition and transformation that you had. So a lot of my ideal clients hold very similar values to me. And it's just, it's, it's, it's great because yeah. you connect with them on a different level when, when it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny how um, you hear it all the time. I know my parents used to tell me birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. Um, you're still doing the same thing, but it's the same thing that happens with in your business or the people you surround yourself. You seem to find the people that have the same values as you that, you know, are on the same kind of, or path as you as well yeah 100 percent. i totally agree yeah i've had to go through a couple of things you know like who do i you know you have those times like where you're transitioning you're like is, is my whole brandy marketing gonna change but yeah you know so <laughs> i think it's i think it's funny when you just break it down to like who was i when i needed help how do i talk to them how do i serve them yeah right which is ultimately the best way to connect with somebody because you kind of know the exact path that they're on exactly yeah I think too, like along the same lines, sometimes you think you're going to be, you want to serve one audience, but then like when you really sit down and analyze it and you realize the people you really enjoy spending time with or that you really are appreciate and enjoy having in your business or, or meeting with, or those are the ones that really who you, who is your target market when you really sit down and look at it. It might not be that athlete, but maybe it's that 60 year old uh, man that's coming in that who is, who you really enjoy seeing and really enjoy helping. Yeah, 100%. I think it, you learn through trial and error. You know, you have a few clients who are like, wow, I've, I really love like this, this, and this about them. And then you have others where you're like, that was not the greatest experience. Like, And then you just kind of hone it down and hone it down. So, yeah. yeah. So what's the hardest thing for you from transitioning from in-person seeing people to now predominantly going online? Are you 100% online? Yeah, I'm 100% online now. So... Yeah. What's been the biggest, hardest transition for you from going to training in person to going online? So I think you just, it was like, the hardest thing is you just, I feel like every personal trainer like knows so much in the, the exercise, the strategy, the, you know, the nutrition, like everyone's really dialed in there. Like, and conveying that message is is great to set yourself up like as an authority and different things like that and positioning but the hardest part is really figuring out what people actually need right so i I think a good way that that i've learned is like give them what they want teach them what they need and for a lot of people online this is something i learned like my first time i laid out my program it was very uh you know like i'm gonna teach them how to perfect on this like super nitty detail of technique and all these different things. Right. And then, um, you know, it's just like, they don't, they don't care about that. You have to think about it from like their, their point of view. And it's like, what do they really need? Okay. They need to learn the, the discipline. They need to learn these other, you know, all the different aspects that actually lead to a sustainable transformation. And I think that was one of the transitions that I really had to, had to make with how I write my content, how I market, how, you know, what I teach. 
um, because it's so much more for people to get that transformation than just like the raw, raw motivation. It's like, what are some of the deeper rooted issues of why people succeed or don't succeed? Yeah, I think too, um, from a professional standpoint, we have so much knowledge that we think is important to us. It is important to us, but it's not important to the person that we're training per se. They want to know, you know, what's the fastest way they can get to the end result that they want and how they're going to get there. They don't really care about all the behind the scenes, basically, I guess, into getting them there. They just want you to get them there. So um, I think that's important for other fitness business owners or people coming into the industry to realize like what's important to you isn't necessarily what's important to your clients. And a lot of times they don't care about all the steps to get there. They just want you to guide them to get to where they want to be. Yeah. I think it's important to teach them those, those practices, those steps and things like that. But yeah, I, I just see it now. I just see it as a bonus when someone's like, well, how do we do this? I'm like, yes, like let's, let's talk about this. I just like use it as a spark of inspiration and motivation when someone asks those questions. But again, to get focusing on what they truly need, you know, what did, what did you need to make your transformation? I'm sure it wasn't just the latest and greatest technique or something like that. It was like, how do I, you know, these other aspects that, that really get the job done. Some of these people that are seeing us, maybe starting with us online or seeing us in our brick and mortar businesses, like this is their first intro into fitness or being consistent. So the initial steps that you need to take is just to get them excited about training, just to get them in a schedule where they're consistent with their training because that's something that they've never had before where for some of us coming from athletic backgrounds or being in the industry for a long time, this is just a part of our lives and we've made it into our routines. But for a lot of people that we're serving, it, it hasn't. Been. Yeah. I, th- I mean, and I think that's the, our job right there, there is to how do we trend, how do we get them to have it as a routine and as a part of their life? It's not necessarily the, the nitty gritty all the time, you know, of the, the strategy aspect or what, what, what you want to call it. Right. So have there been any major hurdles or roadblocks that you've had as far as like attracting clients and keeping clients, retaining clients for your online? Yeah. So, um, I had some pretty early success, which is awesome. Like I had a very, uh, what do you call it? Warm market. A lot of people knew, respected all that stuff. Right. So I saw a lot of success early. Um, and I think one of the biggest things for me was like, I got a little confident, like, Oh, you know, like this is, this is easy. This is blah, blah, blah. And like, I wasn't thinking ahead of how do I continue to see this growth and continue to attract these and get people that are in more like the cold market. And how do I, how do I make connections with them and, and really get, start to spread value to them and, and potentially have them work as clients. So I think it, it's, when it comes to that aspect, I think that's where I fell off a little bit was getting comfortable with seeing that early success and then not thinking that I necessarily needed to, I wasn't future forecasting, right? I was in, in it. Like I'm seeing good money, all this stuff, good results. And then I wasn't future forecasting of how I can always continue to evolve and grow and grow, grow the business towards that end goal. Um, And then you mentioned about like, having clients like stay on. Is that correct? Yeah. So, I mean, I've gone through a couple of revisions of my program, like I was mentioning before. Um, and I think it really does boil down to how do I make this an experience for them? Right. So rather than 
here's just the meal plan. Here's the workout plan, accountability stuff. Like how do I make this an experience that they love having and that they love doing where they're consistently winning, they're building that intrinsic motivation. They're staying connected because of the value that's there. Um, so, you know, we do that through, I'm sure everyone here has like communities and different things like that. Um, but really it's how do I, how do I, increase the, the, the wins, you know what I mean? That the client gets that gradually stack and become more challenging so that they start to then like strive for those things, right? How do we build that, build that in them to keep them going through the entire length of the program? Um, and some of the things that, cause you're like retention, right? You get a client, you get a transformation, like what next, right? Cause a lot of us business professionals know, like, whether it's an eight week program, 10 week, 12 week, like if you're starting from ground zero and then you see really great success, like 20, 30 pounds loss, right? Like awesome job. What I found with a lot of my clients is in the very beginning, like I just gave them so much all at once. It led to like this overconfidence is like, "Mm, I got this boom, you know? And then they were like, I don't need this anymore. And I, I want to teach and have them so they never need me again. Like that, I want that, right? Yeah. But they're not ready for that because habits don't, and like lifestyle habits don't take place that quickly, you know? And so what I've done is I've built out some longer tiered, some next level programs that, that teach those sustainability practices and, and then start to go into higher levels of that like fitness, nutrition uh, mindset planning and things like that. I like to think the beginning is like the transformation, the fire, I'm teaching them the mindset, the habit. And then how do I, how do I teach them sustainability? How do I teach them some of these higher level things after that, that's helped with the uh, retention and success of our clients. Yeah, that's awesome. I think what you were saying earlier about um, getting, you know, that initial rush of warm clients that you have from your hot um, clientele was led you to initial success, but like any business, we kind of get complacent sometimes. And I know I've been guilty of this myself with my business where everything's going smooth. I'm not worrying about leads coming in because I'm retaining clients. I'm making good money. And then all of a sudden, you know, I realized, okay, my clientele's dipping a little bit. Now I got to start marketing and start scrambling when uh, in actuality, the whole time, this is, these are lessons you learn in business as you go along, but in actuality, you should be marketing more the more clientele you have because it makes it harder for people to get into your business, allows you to raise your rates. Um, all of these things you learn, but marketing and driving in leads into your business should be something that's constant that you are working on every yeah, day. Yeah, and I think another aspect, like I totally agree because you don't, you market, you do all this stuff, right? And you, then you see success and you're like, I don't need to market again. But in actuality, like you're planting seeds when you're marketing and then it's a couple months later that you see the the you know, the, the vegetable or the fruit or whatever you will like grow. Yeah. Right. So then you're like, Oh, sh-, you know, this, it's not good. And so then you yeah. start and then you get in this lull and then you get picked back up again. Um, so one of the things that I, you know, I've learned is that again, like that, just always stay on it. Don't get, don't get complacent because you never know when you're going to have great months or bad months or anything like that. And when you're on, when you have that momentum, like, I think there's a point in time where you're like, okay, how do I take this to the next level? Am I hiring someone to help with these different, am I hiring a coach? Am I hiring someone to help with leads? Am I hiring someone else to help with marketing? So that way you never get stagnant, right? You can continue to grow, grow, grow. 
Yeah, absolutely. When you're having that consistent flow of leads and you know what to expect month after month, it allows you to give to give you that scale where you can start scaling your business, bringing in additional staff members and hiring um, people that are going to help you run your business and ultimately increase your income, plus give you the ability to um, provide service to more people and provide value. Yeah, straight up like that. And sanity for yourself too, especially if you're doing like solopreneur, <laughs> you know, you get some of your get some of your time back and you can reinvest that time back into your clients, which ultimately is going to drive better results, better word of mouth more. So it's, it's a, just a win, 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 you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I love too, what you're saying about, you know, teaching people, you know, maybe you're getting them in with an initial program, like a six, eight, 12 week program, but then also transitioning them into like more long-term programs so that they, that way they can have that lifestyle change. And that's a way for you to keep a client for a longer period of time. So, that's a good uh, example for other guys that are running businesses to start maybe in a low tier program and then start thinking of other tiers that you can transition them to once they finish that, um, that initial program. Yeah. I, that, that's been huge for me, honestly, because you think every person that you get into your program is also a new potential lead for the higher tier program. So if your market is lacking a little yeah. bit, but you have seven clients finishing their program and five of them move into the higher tier, you know, it's not, you're not having to do it as as much work <laughs> yeah exactly so now um how are you going about driving leads into your business currently yeah so a lot of it is organic like not gonna lie <laughs> so it's organic leads um a lot of what we're doing right now um i just we're beginning to ads and some things like that which is cool um and i'll explain that a little bit but a lot of it's been organic you guys know i think when people say organic like they don't it's like, oh, I just need to post a workout video or post nutrition or this or that or show myself flexing. No, like that doesn't work. Like um, that literally all that post is doing is just to establish you as an authority and maybe in that educational piece. That's not going to drive clients into your program because and everyone, you can learn everything we know, 95% of it online, right? So it's not necessarily the information that people are like, oh, it's all it is is establishing as authority. I think what has helped me in the organic content is just the connection piece so much, like deeper connection on what people's like pains, fears, struggles, everything that you have gone through as a coach or as a, or as, a as, as your, as your former self is what helps really build that connection. Um, and we've done some free challenges and things like that where you're just providing massive value. And then, uh, um, upselling into a higher ticket program after that. Um, that, that seems to work pretty well. It's a lot of effort, um, for sure. So doing that strategy as well now with a, uh, with, with ads, just leading them into a free group and there's, you just nurture them in the group, um, which has been really good. So you're just constantly, so the new leads that you get that aren't quite ready to buy, but really are interested we we'll put them into a free group and we provide value in there, do trainings, different things like that, testimonies, all that stuff, right? Um, to where then they, they may sit in there for five, six months and then be like, okay, I'm ready to go. Um, but that's, that's really one of the ways that we've been able to have more consistent uh, lead generation is because you're just consistently warming up more and more and more people. Um, and then... I don't know if you've talked about this before in previous episodes or anything, but uh, I mean, doing free giveaways, like really like, and not just like the, 
you know, like very cut basic. Like you want to provide free giveaways around your ideal clients, like pain points. Um, so growing up, like I developed, uh, you know, chest fat, whatever you want to call it, man, boot, all that stuff. Right. So I created a whole free guide on how to exactly like reduce that and how you can like shape your chest and all this stuff. Right. And that resonates way more with people than here, here's your free week of workouts. Right. Um, and then what you do, then I do is I just say, I'm going to have this free guide. And then what I'll do is I'll say, join my group, get them in the group and then warm them up through that process. Um, is how we've sustained the organic side. And we're going to take some of the similar strategies onto the ads um, aspect as well. Nice. Well, and you've already kind of tested it, so you know it's working with your organic. So there's no real reason why it shouldn't work once you start putting it right in the front of Yeah, I think it's just more of like a little bit of lead with ads into the cold traffic. Like they don't know who I am. So setting up a sequence where they get to know me and then follow up with, now get to like me because I'm giving you a free something. Now trust me. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I talk about no like and trust all the time. And I think it's so important when you're like you were talking about when you're putting out content, you know, yeah, it's good. You're I'm providing, you're showing yourself as an authority, but ultimately you have to get people to know you by the content that you're putting out, that you're adding value to their lives and the content that you're putting not, out, not just, you know, putting out, you know, a workout mm-hmm. or like, Hey, this is like exactly what you're saying. This is how you can get rid of you know your man boobs and give them a step by step guide. Something that resonates with them, and ultimately that's going to get them like to know know you. Once they're in your little biosphere, they're going to start liking you, and then trust is ultimately where they. Do yeah, it. and I think a mistake people make is they try to go too quick with the no like trust. They like yeah. here's a friend request on Facebook or Instagram, like right into it, and I'm like that. You may get that to work. I don't know, one out of every 100, 150. Um, but just having that frame of mind that you're planting the seed, you need to water it for a while before you can bear, oh, yeah. bear the, the fruits. Yeah, I love that. And I think too, um, like you are saying, a lot of times trainers are posting content, business owners are posting content, but there, there's no clear call to action. So maybe somebody, your message resonates with somebody, but then they don't know what the next step is to take to a, you know further that conversation with you. So I always like to say when you're posting value and giving people value, give them what the next step is for them when they're ready to take that next step, whether that's to reach out to you via the phone, instant message you, go to your website, but give them the next step so they know and make it easy. Yeah, 100%. I I think having like very simple, non, I'm not going to use the right word, but non like scary (laughs) um, call to actions (laughs) is, is really really help start get some of those conversations, you know, just like a simple call to action. Like, like if you love this and like one of them more like, wow, this post, and then you reach out to people who, wow, like that's a very, very small step or just comment this keyword in the comments below, you know? Um, and then, cause if you just put like hop on a, or like schedule a call, like a lot of people are like, Ooh, yeah, exactly. That's scary. <laughs> I think too that also that helps um, with the engagement, which Facebook really likes. So they start rewarding your posts and putting in front of more people. Oh yeah, it all it's all together. <laughs> I know. So, um, like I said, I just love that little piece that we just dove into as far as the know, like, and trust, and actually adding value to um, who it is that your target market is, so that your message resonates with them, and again, getting them to know, like, and trust you. I keep repeating that, but. 
also staying in front of mind awareness, I think is really important because you don't know when somebody is going to be ready to, you know, reach out to you. You don't know when your message is going to hit them at the right time. That's why it's important to stay consistent with your content and with what the content you're putting out. Yeah. And I think, um, as well, one thing that I do is I'll actually put people in a, a friends list on Facebook and I'll go spend some time throughout the day, like, you know, 30 minutes, whatever. And I'll actually go and like, and comment on their things to keep putting yourself out there. But don't my, one thing with this is like, do it in a genuine, authentic manner. Like don't just go in there and spam the shit out of people because ultimately if you do that, you you may get more potential leads, but you're not going to get leads that follow through and you ultimately have to sell with and have that con- connection with who would actually be like that ideal client and someone that you could serve at that high level. So good, if you do do something like that, make sure it's real, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So now, um, how long have you been running your online business now? A year, one, well, almost a year, November uh, like 16th, I believe was our official start date. So almost a year. Yeah. Nice. And I like to talk a lot about projections and goals uh, for um, businesses. You now, what kind of new goals are you working towards in your business? And um, what are kind of some of your plans to um, help you reach those? Goals? Yeah. So we just broke a hundred K, which is awesome. Um, and again, I had some of those big little, little months where I got real comfortable um, so goals for next year, um, is really hiring on more support staff. So I want to hire at least two more people. So one to help with the, uh, the messaging, scheduling, things like that, that could really help alleviate a lot of time as well as an assistant coach to be able to scale to, you know, 40, 50 clients and still provide the same value and, and experience to each and every client. Um, those are two of my main goals is getting uh, those two employees on uh, like financial goals. Um, I want to, I want to get to 500 K to next year and we've set in motion like some big things. Um, but again, it all comes back to getting that support staff to alleviate my time to be able to go and do more influential tasks, such as like starting a podcast or writing a book and different, different things like that. Um, yeah. Like get your message out more and, and further. Your yeah, 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 exactly. Now, what um, you reached the 100K mark now and you want to get to the 500K mark. What kind of roadblocks have you hit? Because I know a lot of times, especially in my business, I'll hit a certain number that I want to hit and then, you know, I get a hiccup where I stay at that number for a while. You get kind of set numbers or set points in your businesses that you have to kind of really make changes if you want to get to the next level. What kind of things or hurdles have you experienced and what do you kind of anticipate might um, ultimately hold you back from reaching the goals that you have? Yeah. So one of the main struggles was that cap. Cause I, I'm like, I don't believe that I don't want to coach more than like 20 clients at a time for the service that we provide uh, because after that, it will start to diminish. Um, so that's what kept me stuck at that level for a while was like, I'm not doing more, not doing more, not taking on clients. Um, but, uh, that has been one of the biggest ones. And then, um, again, like getting into that cold market, the ads, things like that. I think that was, uh, that's an area that I'm working with right now. And we've seen some really good success so far. So I'm excited, like testing and all that stuff. So we're, 
um, getting ready to scale that aspect, but I want to make sure that I have those pieces in place beforehand. Um, and the reason why I have like a five X growth, um, is because of the things like the retention program and, and these other aspects that are a, a lot higher ticket, um, and serving clients on a different level, just than the fitness and nutrition aspect that will really drive a lot of, of, of growth in the business. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely, I, I love it too because like in, like in any business, you have to make projections. You have to set goals if you want to continue to move your business forward. Otherwise, your business gets stagnant and it's just going to stay where it is without making any changes for you if you, if you want to change, make changes to your business. So I think it's important to always you know, be reaching for new goals and be striving to set systems in place so that you can take your business to the next Yeah, time. systems was huge. That was a huge roadblock for me. Like uh, having structure of like, okay, how, like the specific process each client goes through with onboarding, the specific process they have through the program length, you know, even like standard operating procedures of how you're going to hire, how you're going to onboard, how you're going to train, like all those things. Once you get them in place and once you proven that they work, then you can scale because you, if you kind of go at it, you know, and it's not saying that not to do trial and error, right? You're like, not to just, if, if it's going like go build it as it goes. Um, but when you have those things in place, it makes it a lot easier to rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Right. So. And it gives you another system that you can plop somebody else into. If you have everything outlined, somebody else can step in and take your place, basically, which is how you bring in additional staff. Exactly. One of the things I'm working on um, is, uh, so what I do with my clients, like there's a separate course, you know, with videos and instructions. And like that. I'm going to take that model and do the same thing for our employees so they can go through the modules, do the activities, check in with me, and it's automated. I don't have to say the same thing 150 times, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. So also, you know, we've talked a lot about business. We've talked about growth and plans and goals and some of your challenges and roadblocks. I know personal trainers from going from selling like in person to going to selling online can be a challenge because it's it's something that's different. Training in person is very tangible. You're with seeing that person where training somebody online is just a, a new, um, I guess, I don't want to say frontier, but new um challenge for personal trainers that maybe even have some roadblocks or hiccups with when it comes to sales and charging what they're worth. How did you kind of overcome that? Maybe set out your pricing. You don't have to tell us what your pricing is, but kind of set out your pricing and, and get confident with your sales process. Yeah. So I think in the beginning, because, you know, especially if you're going to do some more high ticket stuff, like you're like, I don't know if I can do like it. Are they going to get, res-? you know, but one thing that, that helped me, it was like, okay, yeah, maybe I don't have everything perfect yet because a lot of us are probably perfectionists want to have the best of the best, right? So in the beginning, I just, I was like, okay, what, like, do I believe in myself to get the results for my clients? No matter if I have to learn this, do that, whatever, like, do I believe in myself to make it happen? And I was, yeah, like I do, like, no matter what, if someone comes to me and out of left field and I have never experienced it, like, I'll do the research, I'll do all of it, and I'll I'll implement it. And that was one thing that really helped me in the beginning before I had all my program structure, all that stuff. But um, what I've recently done, and it's how I ended up uh, raising some of my prices um, to get to where we're at now, is 
And I learned this from, uh, I was just messaging someone and he's a sales coach and we hopped on a call and he, we just like back and forth. It was cool. Um, so yeah, don't undervalue just real genuine connection because it could help your business. So don't always just do just straight ideal clients on your ad because you could get value from other people. But he had me go through and lay out specifically like every single deliverable. So, and I just broke it down into months. Like what is one what is one month worth of fitness uh, programming and counseling? What is one month worth of nutrition counseling, uh, diet advice, all you know, programming? You know, what is what is the community worth? What are my modules worth? What is my what is my coaching calls worth? Like, what are what are what are all those tangible deliverable things that I give to them? And I wrote all those out, and then he told me, "He's like, now I want you to lay out your worth." as a person, like what are the intangible things? Like, are you passionate? Are you detail oriented? Do you always get back? Do you follow through on your work? Like some of those very different character traits. And that was eye opening for me. So I was like, wow, like, and like I laid it out on what it was worth. And then I, I felt super confident in selling um, my program. Cause you get a clear picture in your head of everything that you're worth and it makes it easy on, I'm not, I won't say easy on the sales, but you have way more confidence in tonality that you bring to it. And that like almost like doctor, you know, I'm prescribing some you um, approach to, it, and that's really helped my sales um, so much. Like I highly recommend that everyone goes through that process. Yeah, that's great. I think too, once you break it down like that, you real like you said, you really see your value and the value you provide for somebody. And then ultimately, if you're some a personal trainer or a fitness business owner that's listening to this podcast, you're, you know you're wanting to improve your business, you're wanting to improve yourself. So, and you're take your what you do very seriously. So, you are going to provide above and beyond, you know, what you're charging for your service. Yeah, you guys deserves it. Yeah. Like you're literally changing people's lives. Exactly. Now, uh, Nick, are there any uh, additional golden nuggets you'd like to leave the audience with? Yeah, and then in this just back on the sales aspect, and this has been a huge shift for me, um, is that doctor mentality, right? People are coming to you because they need help. They can't do it on their own. They don't know what to do. And if you're going in there and you're like, well, how does this sound? Or maybe we could do this or this or that. They're going to they're gonna question you and, and what you can do for them. So having that doctor mentality of like, hey, this is your goal. We want to lose 50 pounds and you want to put on, I don't know, 10 pounds of muscle. We're going to do this, this, and this. And you need to work on this, this, and this with your mindset. And I provide all of those. Like, what do you, what do you want? Like, you know, you're long, this, that. And then also like when it comes to that aspect, this has been huge for me too. Um, cause I feel like a lot of people have different period. Like this is a three month, this is a blah, 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 like tiered program, right? I have those different structures, like three, six months a year, but I'll literally say to the client, like, this is your goal. And I, I don't feel comfortable as a professional in this field to say that in three months, you're going to get those goals and they're going to be sustainable long-term. So, uh, you know, I say like in my professional opinion, like I think at least minimum six months or a year, whatever it is, um, because they're looking for you for that. And honestly, a lot of them have been like, thank you. Like, thank you for not trying to 
say that I could make this in 21 days or that or that. Um, so I think, again, it's just being real and authentic and what you truly actually believe about it as well really, really helps. Yeah, I think, too, it's important to sell your prospect into what their end goal is. So not just into your program, but what, they're, what they actually want to achieve. And if it's going to take them six months, 12 months to achieve what is it telling you that they want to achieve, then that's actually your obligation to try to get close them into those six or two. Yeah, you're not, you're not selling them anything. Like, you're not. You're, you're giving them the service that they need. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Nick, how can the audience connect with you? Yeah, so primarily just add me on Facebook. <laughs> no, uh, Nick Lydon on Facebook, and then my Instagram is Nick underscore Lydon. It's L-E-Y-D-E-N. Um, those are my two primary ways right now. Um, always shoot me a message pretty quick on responding. Um, but yeah, those are the two primary ways. Awesome. I'll include those links in the uh, show notes. Uh, I want, uh, Nick, I want to thank you for your time and all the value that you provide. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It was, it was fun. Awesome. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Fit Pro Business Podcast with your host, Andy Salazar. Don't forget to visit fitprobusiness.com to receive your free 30-minute business breakthrough session.